Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. Alongside Alex and T-Bone, I'm BK. We got Grant Francis back in the studio because we are broadcasting live here in the E&B Granite Studios out of the Centene Community Ice Center where Doug Armstrong addressed the media earlier today as the Blues have made a move. They have fired head coach Craig Berube, and we are joined now by the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, via the 101 ESPN hotline to discuss the news of the day. Kerbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. Let's get right into this thing. Uh, what was your reaction this morning when we were able to meet with Doug Armstrong to some of the things that he had to say? Anything in particular that stood out to you from our conversation with Army? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think the message that... And I, that was important to get out of that is something that was consistent from where he was at last year. And that is he's not right now overly concerned about wins and losses as he is about process and the style of play that he is seeing. And what I mean by that is, you know, I, I think that had the blues maybe beaten San Jose, Chicago, and Columbus yet lost a tight game to Vegas, Colorado, and Tampa, versus the other way around, I don't know that you're in the same spot right now. So there's there was something clearly with a style of play that he didn't like, that he didn't like the trend that it was going. And, you know, it, much as we disagree with it, that old adage of, well, you, you can't fire 23 players at once uh, kind of rings pretty true right now. And obviously Drew Bannister's taking over this spot curves, but with Doug Armstrong saying that, you know, it's an open process of figuring out who that next permanent coach is going to be. We've talked a lot about it. What do you feel like the qualities are that he's searching for? Well, I think he's going to be, it's an interesting question. I I think you have to have a, a strong conviction behind the bench. I think you have to have a strong idea. You've got to really work the bench well during the game. I, I thought, for the most part, his time with the Blues, Craig Berube was one of the best uh, bench coaches uh, in the game in terms of some of the adjustments and things that we saw made. Uh, somebody that's, you know, if you go back to, to the, the end of the season press conference, one of the things that Doug Armstrong said about himself was that he needs to spend some time about understanding some of the younger players and what it takes to communicate with them and things along those kind of lines. Well, Drew Bannister is a very safe interim head coach to bring in right now. He's coached a lot of these guys. I just stood in the locker room and talked to Hugh McGing, Tyler Tucker, Alexi Toropchenko, and Scott Perunovich all at the same time. And all four of those guys have played for Bannister. Kairou, Hofer, Bennington, they've all played for Bannister. Blay played for him. So they know a little bit about what the guy is, is coming in. So I think you got to have a really good communicator. You have to have a good tactician, but it's got to be a people person that knows how to motivate and uh, I think motivating is, is done in so many different ways, but you've got to connect because this team is going to get, not only are they young now in terms of their key core that they want to have the main thing, they're going to get younger if a Snuggerud and a Dvorsky come in and, and, and a Dean or a Bullduke. You've got to be able to communicate to those guys. We're talking to Chris Kerber. The by the way, real the quick, and, and I apologize for that, Brandon, real quick. Like when I say that, I'm not. I'm not suggesting that Craig Berube couldn't. I, I actually, I have seen 
with Craig Berube more than any other coach that's been with the Blues in my time with the Blues. I saw more younger guys become pure NHL pros under Craig Berube than I have with any other coach. And so it's a, again, it's a, it's a challenge there to mix it all together, but um, you know, but, but that is going to be a real big key. Curves. What, what happened then? Like, I, I agree with you. I, I cannot believe that we've arrived at this place less than four years after uh, the blues won a Stanley cup. The first coach to hoist that trophy over his head here in St. Louis is fired. Why? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I just think the roster changed. Uh, I, I don't know that you've got as many players in here right now that have vested as much time wearing the blue note that have the same care factor that some of the other guys did. You know, when I went back and I looked this morning at just the, the, the amount of time, you know, and years experience now, and saying that, I know Ryan O'Reilly was with his first year with the team. So was so was Tyler Bozak, right? But the, these are guys that were 10, 11, 12 years into their NHL career that that, that were on a different level. Um, you know, the, the Blues were trying to do it now with guys that they had moved out already once before in Sunquist and Blay. They're 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 putting you know a 24 and a 25 year old kid in the top spot that Ryan O'Reilly, you know, at at 30 you know, and, and what was playing in and, and those kind of things. So I just think experience and it takes some time. And, and to do that, when you, when you put young kids against the top players and the best vice time of against the other team's best matchups, there's a learning curve. And, and with that is going to come some inconsistency. Now the, the, the issue is, is if the inconsistency is because you're making mistakes out of effort, that's one thing. But you can't keep making the mistakes, for example, like Kyrou made on that overtime goal last night. Uh, things along those kind of lines are ones that you've got to, if you're going to make them, which you understand them making them, you've got to learn from them and stop making them. And, and in the end, I think this thing just started to spiral to a certain point. And the one thing I know for sure, when things start to spiral out of control in the NHL, it's hard to get a hold of them. And a lot of times it ends up costing good coaches jobs. Speaking of those costing good coaches, good jobs, Curves, how do you feel like this is going to resonate in the locker room when, when you got guys like Shen and Bennington and Colton Pareko who know the message works from a Craig Berube that's black and white when you've got other guys, as Braden Shen has pointed out, that may not understand the message? Well, as much as we'd like to know the impact right now, we're going to have to give this some time because – Clearly, what was going on wasn't creating consistency to give yourself a chance to win. It, it wasn't playing a winning hockey. I thought Doug Armstrong's comments were great. Like, you know, we scored a lot of goals on Arizona. We scored a lot of goals on Buffalo. You came away with the win, but you, you clearly weren't out playing those teams. So I'm, I'm curious to see how ice time shifts under Drew Bannister. I'm curious to see what a power play unit looks like under Drew Bannister as the first few games go along. And I'm curious to see if sometimes just a little different ice time, little scenarios create a renewed uh, life and fire that, that, that leads to some more success reinforcement. So I think that these guys, like a Braden Shen, where he's at, I think they're extremely coachable. I, I think he understands that sometimes this is part of the game. They'll t- they, guy like Braden Shen, you don't have to worry about taking ownership and, and accountability, which is the buzzword of the day, right, and, and those kind of things. I think you're going to see just continued effort from them. It's, it's some of the other guys, you know, are we going to see the consistency from and, and that is what will determine whether or not this team has a turnaround, at least on Curve. the ice of the season. 
Curves, appreciate the time as always, man. Good to see you out here at the uh, Centene Community Ice Center earlier today. I wish, of course, it was under better circumstances, but uh, we look forward to hearing you on the call to see what the response looks like tomorrow night between the Blues and the Ottawa Senators. All right, guys. Talk to you a little later.